Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, it's hard God. to find good news today, guys. It well, it's I, called a dirt alert. It is. You're just doing it right. <laughs> We're just oh. trying to find some funny in all of oh. this because oh, there's God. a lot of crapper news today. Oh, Kenny, Rob, I need you to find me some good news right now. <laughs> you know, you said puppy. I was like, or dog. I was like, oh, good. Oh, this, this is, is going to be great. She's yeah. designing some dog clothes or something. Nope. Oh, yeah. No, no. She has that rabbit virus. Uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this on this uh, viral Thursday, July 16th, 2020. I'm Jace with Lex and Kenny and Rob. Dawn continues her week off. Oh, my goodness. It is, it is so funny. Well, and what's even what adds to the funniness of it during the commercial break, usually Alexis does a collection of good news here. And I said, hey, girl, do you? <laughs> Do you have any good news? And she goes, nope. And I said, great, because I, I pulled the best of oh. birthday prank that we didn't get to yesterday. So, oh, it is. It's it's hard oh. to find. Um, it's hard to find good news right about now. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. Oh, well. Okay. But uh, once again, this is going to be a choose your own adventure. And Ooh. my Lanta, I hope. A, these are right, and B, we haven't played these in the last six months. But I think I pulled... (laughs) I think I've pulled three good ones. uh, (laughs) New ones? uh, New ones that sound interesting. So, uh, group vote. You and uh, Rob and Kenny, Alexis, you will vote. Here is the one-word description I have for the three best-of-birthday pranks uh, we can roll today. Number one... Game of Thrones wedding. Number two, copier. Or number three, sharks. Oh. I'm what do we think? I to say, in honor of Don, uh, Dawn, sharks. But oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, let's do sharks. I, I'm really. It's I'm either really, that or Game of Thrones. Yeah, that that's what I'm leaning. Rob, tiebreaker, yeah, you which one? <sighs> well. I had the darndest time finding a copier yesterday <laughs> to file my taxes on time. So it's, I'm sorry, Jason, you're going to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> you got a three-way battle. Jason, you choose. Let's see. You know what? I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm just going to roll this. Here we go. Because she's bad at lying to people. Hello? Hey, may I speak to Layla, please? Yes, is it she? Hi, Layla. This is Jason Matheson calling from My Talk 1071. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. So, my producer Dawn gave me your email and yeah. for birthday pranks, and you want to <laughs> prank your friend, and she works with you, right? She's a coworker. Yes, I'm so glad you called. <laughs> yeah, her name's Melanie, um, right? 
Yes, her name's Melanie, and she's my coworker, but we're also really close friends. Okay. Uh, so, it, you know, we have a great relationship. Um, and we're actually, we kind of have the same job, so we're both administrative assistants uh, for basically our company's top, like, bosses. Um, and uh, something that Melanie, like, I'm always laughing at her because we have this, like, large copy machine, and it's always just having issues, and it's her job to basically try to either fix it or call the repairman to fix it. Oh. <laughs> so she's like in charge of this co- like demon coffee machine and she hates it. It's like the bane of her existence. So I thought it would be funny to do some sort of birthday prank on her about the coffee machine. I love it. Yeah, Dawn kind of told me about this and I think I will, uh, I'll know what to do. So <laughs> we're going to put you on hold and uh, okay. I'm going to call her and then we'll bring you in at the end. Sound good? Yeah, I'm excited. She's going to die. <laughs> Hello. Hi, may I speak to Melanie, please? This is Melanie. Hi, Melanie. This is Lance de Havilland Colby from <laughs> Copy Services. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Um, I got your name um, from our directory. Um, you are the person, our contact person, listed for uh, as the contact person for your copiers. Is this right? Am I speaking to the right person? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Well, okie dokie, Roki. Here we go. Um, well, um, the reason I'm calling is I got a um. I got an uh, an alert from your main copier. In your system, it's listed as copier 11. Uh, we got a service alert that something is wrong. Uh, were you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. We've been having a lot of issues with the um, with the copy machine. Um, and, like, it's, it's had an error, and people are always jamming paper in there. And, honestly, I've, I've tried to convince my supervisor that it's, it's old and needs to be replaced, but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's it seems to be like cracked, like the glass is cracked, and yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm I'm thank you for thank you for going over all of that because uh, it matches with what um, we got the alert, and we did send as you are probably aware, we did send um, a tech out, and yes, uh, the pla- the glass has to be replaced, Melanie, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was jammed, and this is one of those. Um, and if you would like me to speak to your HR department, I would be uh, prepared to do that. But this is um, a little uncomfortable. Our tech returned, and let me get your. I don't have your. Re- oh, here it is, right here. I got your reports. Um, our tech came back, and there was something a little that made our tech a little uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. So a couple of the, do- you know, what we do is, Melanie, we we shred documents. Like if we pull things out of a copy on a service call, we shred away, you know, for your safety, mm-hmm. for your protection. Well, mm-hmm. un- before we got to that process, my tech pulled out some paper and there were some inappropriate um, copies in the tray. Oh, weird that's yeah it that's was surprising. so i don't know maybe this is above you but um this the there was about 37 copies of the a photograph of someone's derriere 
Um, someone was <laughs> taking a picture of their rear end on your... Co- I mean, I can't... I mean, pearls and jam. I can't believe I'm saying this to you, but I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, 37 derriere copies. And um, Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't me. Oh. I don't know who would have done that. Yeah, Pearls and Jam. I wasn't saying it was you. I was just saying, <laughs> no, because this was a man, and um, uh-huh. the yeah, man's, uh-huh. uh, unfortunately, not the smartest bulb on the aluminum Christmas tree because... His tag was in plain view of the copy. Um, and it was <laughs> um, and from what my records say, he is a supervisor at your company. Yes, that is my that's my boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my tech okay. saw your boss's okay. dare e error. Right. Uh, is. It's here's the deal. I don't really know what to do with this information. <laughs> yeah, nor do I. Believe me, this is this is one of those phone calls where I'd rather stick a paper clip in my ear. But um, do you? Should I go above? Is there someone else? Because we're working. We have two things to work out here. First, we obviously have to get your printer, and I agree with you. We're going to have to tell uh, Mr. Bearbutt that the whole copier does need to be fixed. But Melanie, seriously, who should I deal with? Um, Because my tech, I mean, I don't want him to file anything against you guys, but he's very uncomfortable. Um, Who should I talk to about these um, these butt photographs? I mean, it would it would be my boss. Uh, oh, the butt bandit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I actually, you know what? I'm not super comfortable having that conversation with him. But oh, girl, nor like, would I be. I mean, how do you, you tell your boss, get off the copier, get off the copier, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, you, like, whatever he does in his free time, it's not my business. Like, yeah. I've got it five. Exactly. So. Well, here's here's the deal. Let me transfer you right now to... um my supervisor and we can you guys can work this out um stand by let me just click click away hey layla why don't you say hello to your friend melanie hey melanie melanie you have been birthday pranked this is jason matheson (laughs) i got you I was like, I cannot wait to talk to you about this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Your boss is a good guy. He's not taking pictures of his rear on the copier. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Melody. God. <laughs> you were a good sport. I'm telling you, your reaction was priceless. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> The best of birthday (laughs) pranks right here. Uh, Lance to Haviland Colby, everybody. He's back. Uh, (laughs) Gosh, can you imagine? Oh, I... 
I do remember calling her, and I remember being in a. I had a lot of fun with her because she wasn't getting mad. She was almost like you heard her giggling. She was embarrassed. So then I knew I was at like sixty miles an hour, and I knew I could just go up to maybe eighty-five miles an hour and just you know get a little. <laughs> just I could just go a little a little crazier with her so yeah oh that was, that was a good one. Oh, and you uh, if you got that call think oh my gosh I oh wait my goodness to tell my friends about this yeah Dare. Dare. yeah yeah <laughs> pearls, pearls and jam pearls and jam <laughs> um eight eight sixteen when we come back the one and only elizabeth reese with the one and only dirt alert next he's a my talk dirt alert Welcome back to the show, Jason and Alexis. In the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world on our My Talk app. Don't forget, our shows are available a little bit later in the day in podcast form. Right now, she has her own podcast, Best of the Nest, with Marjorie Punnett. But right now, it's all about the dirt. It's Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. That is the truth. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. morning. All right, Nick Cannon is uh, making an about face. Boy, have things changed this week. Um, He is now apologizing for hurtful and divisive anti-Semitic comments on his podcast, saying he feels ashamed for his hurtful and divisive language. So he said, first and foremost, I extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to my Jewish sisters and brothers for the hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mouth during my interview with Richard Griffin. So he wrote this in a series of tweets and he's talking about the June 30th episode of his podcast, Canon's Class, And he went on to say they reinforced the worst stereotypes of a proud and magnificent people. And I feel ashamed of the uninformed and naive place that these words came from. So he um, interviewed Richard Griffin, who's known as Professor Griff, about his departure from the group Public Enemy in 1989. And um, he went on and called Jews wicked people and said that they are responsible for the majority of the wickedness that goes on across the globe is what Nick Cannon had to say about the Nick Jewish said this and not Phil right to be clear Nick said that well Griffin doubled down on his views and Nick Cannon agreed and what he, Nick Cannon oh, said was it. you're speaking facts yeah. there's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth and then Nick Cannon went on to add that black people are the true Hebrews And he said, you can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people. That's our birthright. So if that's truly our birthright, there's no hate involved. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. That was the conversation. So now Professor Griff started with some hateful words. Cannon agreed, said you're speaking the facts. And the thing is, is that Nick Cannon has relationships with CBS and Viacom, who said, you're out. We're not going to have you on our network anymore. For wild and out, yep. Yep, Nick and Cannon went on to say, I want to assure my Jewish friends, new and old, that this is only the beginning of my education. 
I am committed to deeper connections, more profound learning, and strengthening the bond between our two cultures today and every day going forward. He's also the host of uh, The Masked Singer on Fox. And that network said last night that they are going to stand by him. Fox said Nick has sincerely apologized and quickly taken steps to educate himself and make amends. On that basis, and given a belief that this moment calls for dialogue, we will move forward with Nick and help him advance this important conversation broadly. Yeah, Fox is tied to Nick in a couple ways. So they have the mass Singer, and they're also getting ready to help launch his daily daytime talk show yeah, this fall. That's right. But CBS and Viacom had significant relationships with yeah. him, too, because they're the parent company of MTV and Teen Nick. And Cannon was chairman of the of um, Teen Nick and hosted Wild and Out on MTV. Mm-hmm. Um, but before Nick Cannon released his statement, Viacom severed ties with him, saying that Nick had failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism because he was standing by it for the first couple of days. Yes, he was. And then the turnaround happened. Fox decided to stick with him. Um, and we'll see what happens going forward. Gosh, I'm what dis- would you guys do? Uh, I see. I'm. I. I'm. 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 I hate the word disappointed because I hate when people say it to me because yeah. I'm like you're not my mother. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I. I am bummed. I'll say that. I'll use a more sophomoric term because I am a giant fan of Nick. I've said that Love publicly. Um, Nick has been on my show, like in studio, a few times because of his relationship with the Masked Singer, and I'm on that network. And I have found. I've always listed Nick as one of my favorites that I've met. So I'm bummed uh, because this makes me sad because there's, you know, his initial statement, there isn't a lot of wiggle room. You can't say, well, maybe he meant this. No, that was pretty. He said, you're speaking the truth, right? I will remove the word pretty. That was blatant. anti. And look, uh, you know, uh, anti-Semitic comments don't get a pass. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it just doesn't. And sometimes I feel like they it does. I mean, there is there was an NFL player that said some rather hateful anti-Semitic uh, things, and it was a you know a slap on the wrist. Um, so I, I don't. It's, it's, so is this there bothers room for me. Forgiveness here, and also See, maybe uh, like an opportunity, like they were saying. Right, but I mean, I think what we're seeing here is we're seeing people held to such different standards with these types of comments, and that's what gets so tricky yeah. to navigate. You know, and I think. It also gets tricky based on what the network interest is, right? Like, let's compare this to the Megyn Kelly situation, right? Yeah, I was when just going to say that. she was talking uh-huh. about blackface on the show, on her show, and her comment wasn't agreeing with anything. It was posing a question, and she was immediately fired. Now, one yeah. can say that NBC wanted to get rid of her because the show was tanking, and so for them... It was a convenient reason to say, oh, no, we're done with you and make themselves look good. I mean, I think the network self-interest was pretty strong in that situation. And then you could argue that there's networks self-interest here because The Masked Singer is a good show for Fox. Oh, it's so popular and he's an integral part of the show. Yes. And so they have to weigh their interest in it. I mean, they're a company, but then also what they stand for. It's. It's just you're never going to see everybody held to the same standard. No, and I and and different climates in different times, right? Different full t- disclosure, I'm not you know a big fan of Megyn Kelly, but that's the first example I thought of. Yeah, and again, it goes back same. to my it goes back to my thought of like, okay, well, so Megan said something racial mm-hmm. um, about 
that had to do with the black community, she's immediately fired. Why is it just a slap on the wrist? For and and Megan apologized. Yeah, she you know did. she apologized um, right away. So why is it? I hate the term slap on the wrist. Why is there a different level of not retaliation? The punishment but, uh, is I mean, punishment, it's a punishment for anti-Semitic right statements comments. Mm-hmm. comments. Uh, it it's. It's well, tricky. I think you nailed it when it comes to um, readings and popularity of the show. It's, I there, think that's really what it boils down there to. There is certainly going to be some self-interest involved with any company that's making those types of decisions. It's just yeah. the way that it goes. Um, Gigi Hadid giving a rare glimpse of her bear baby bump. She's expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Zayn Malik. And so people were just loving to Aww. see that she turned to the side so people could see how she was. her little baby bump is coming away. So Aww. there you go. Happy for her. Mm-hmm. Well, and happy for us that you joined us <laughs> Thanks, today. Friends. Yes. Elizabeth Reese, today at three on Twin Cities Live. And like I said, download the newest episode of her podcast with the, the beloved Marjorie Punnett, <laughs> Best to the Nest, available via mytalk1071.com. We'll be back after these words. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything bubonic plague. I'm Jace with Lex. Ooh. And Kenny, Dawn's off on vacation. <laughs> oh, gosh. That poor squirrel. I know. And now we have to worry about rabbits. Yeah, they have a plague. Just... Elephants in Africa, too, having some oh. problems there. Someone tweeted us <laughs> about that. putting it mildly. Yeah, they're well, having yeah, some I mean, problems. There's multiple. Yeah. <laughs> it's putting oh. it mildly, Lex. Yeah. Well, Ooh. it's just, yeah. Well, thank gosh. Well, there's Abby my talk. Us about that. Yeah, thank goodness. Right here, your little respite. Let me take a glass of water here. Mm. Oh, yeah, I did get some more coffee. Stay hydrated. Oh, I went out running yesterday, and uh, it was perfect weather. Like, it wasn't too hot, but there were moments where I was like, oh, my goodness, what the hell am I doing? It is just, it's, what is this? And then I did my favorite activity. Oh, this has become my new favorite little joy in life. And that is spot the hipsters in the hammocks. And that is... Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, Where are they doing oh, that in the good. North Loop? They're everywhere. No, no, no. Well, on my run. Because I, I go... Uh, I live in the North Loop. And I oh, live by right. the down by the river. By the river. So I go down. I catch the, the, par- the river parkway. And uh, I, I jog down by the river. I go over the Stone Arch. Then I go down St. Anthony, Maine on Main Street there. And then I yeah, take that. where they are, huh? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. And then I, well, yes, by St. Anthony, Maine, that park right there. Okay. And then there's usually maybe three or four hipsters in a hammock there. And then, uh, then when I get to Boom Island Park, oh, my goodness. There, there's two things uh, in mass quantities in Boom Island Park: squirrels, nuts, and ha- uh, hipsters and hammocks. They're everywhere, and they're sometimes they scare wow. me. Yeah, because sometimes you'll think there's only one human being in a hammock, and then you'll see oh. a girl's head pop out like, "Hey!" like she's uh, like a little prairie dog, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" There's two of you in that little hammock, and uh, they're doing in there. What are you doing in there? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. hot. The the Gen Xer, I mean, sorry, the Gen Wires and the Gen Zers, they love their hammocks, man. And personally, they scare the crap out of me because I'm a big dude and I don't trust myself to tie 
a hammock to a tree. You know what I mean? I would be afraid. I would jump in that thing, well, and it get would the just tension right. Otherwise, you'll fling off like a trampoline. I don't even know what that means. So I, you know what I mean? I would never be able to set this up, and I would be afraid the moment I jump in the hammock or roll into it, I would just come crashing down to earth. No, it's <laughs> I'm a twenty-year-old. My 20-year-old bought one and hung it up between two perfect trees when we were on vacation and fell asleep, and we got a photo of him, and he looked so uncomfortable. And then after he woke up, he just said it was the worst thing ever. Your butt is way down low, and your head and feet are up high. And he goes, I don't know how they can sleep in these things. I, I don't either. <laughs> was it a net, or was it that new material? Because, geez, the no, ones you're was, talking about. Yeah, it was the new one where you could new- pull it over yes. you and be a, be uh, a, cocoo, a cocoon. A cocoon. And we know we know what they're doing in there. We just don't know how. I mean, how do you pull it off in a, in a hammock when you're all folded up like a taco? Well, yeah, and this one, this one Could couple they just was be snuggling though. No, and this one couple snuggling. tried. And it was. <laughs> Maybe they're reading a book together. They read well, I was just going to say, this one couple is trying to <laughs> fool everyone in the park because the dude's hand uh, was uh, draped outside the hipster hammock, and he had, I know why the caged bird sings, and I'm like, bitch, please, you ain't reading that. You are, I know what you're doing with Brittany in there. Uh, you're not reading Maya Angelou, let me tell you. Come on. You're not reading that book right now. You, you're setting your birds free. You are setting, yeah, you're setting your little vulture free right now. Um, but, yeah, but it is. So I count, I, I like to count. It it keeps me, uh, it keeps me. How many do you count? Me. I mean, we're talking like a few dozen uh, or? Well, okay, Lex, thank you for asking. Yesterday, it was a low, uh, the hipsters were home yesterday. There was a slow, it was a slow day on the trails. I only counted six yesterday, half a uh, half dozen, half dozen. Oh, okay. Um yeah, just a couple in uh, by by Stone Arch, and then uh, Boom Island again. That would again. be a funny TV segment, Jace. You need to do this. Get Count one of those the hamsters. Yeah. No, no, try it yourself. Get in a hammock and see oh, what yes. it's like to take a nap in yes. there. Yes. And then yes, get Colin yes, to jump yes, in there yes. with you too, and, and no. read uh, why yes. I know why the Gettysburg no. birds sing. Oh, it fr- would be just it would be TV gold to hear you two bickering in oh. trying to find yes. room inside a, a hammock. Jason. Oh my <laughs> goodness, that. that's, that's that's like a Letterman bit. It would be awesome. Oh, I, you know what? I hear di- I hear by demand you have to do that. Uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll me do too. It. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, the, the, <laughs> I should just record. I I, I have no. I have a just a sliver of vanity. I still have never shown myself uh, shirtless on television. I do think people would would get a kick out of watching Colin and I try to get on that giant raft that uh, Colin yes. bought for us yeah. on the lake, the floating oh, yeah, island. Fun. There is no yeah. graceful way a grown man can get on that. And uh, you either have to jump on it. You have to pull, like, I usually pull myself up like a fat homo seal. I mean, I just look like I'm getting ready to, uh, yeah, I, I look like a seal pulling myself up uh, on it. And, and it, I, I look like I'm getting ready to get some tuna from my trainer at SeaWorld, you know, because I, I pull myself up and I just slide across the thing like a seal. Uh, my point is there's no graceful way to get on that raft or the, I should say, floating island. Is that why you rarely jump? jump off of it because then you have to oh i don't jump back on 
Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get back on. I mean, I I have decent upper body strength. I have a kind of I have broad shoulders. I I I, I do lift long some arms. weights. Yeah, I have long arms. Uh, Colin won't mind me saying this. We learned a lesson. Colin's aunt Lisa. Uh, I love her. Aunt Lisa made it look easy. She jumped from the pontoon perfectly into the chaise lounge on on this island on this floating island. So. After Lisa did it, and she won't mind me saying this, Lisa is in her 60s. We all thought, oh, well, we can jump from the pontoon onto the raft. Well, Lisa's maybe a buck 20 wet and with a barrette in her hair. You know, I mean, she's she's about 120 pounds. So Colin jumps on it. Well, I try it. And I again, I look like Benny Hill. You know, I, I look like a seal of no, uh, no, flapping. Yeah, I look like I'm flapping around wet, you know, You're, naked, like rolling around. And then Colin faulty mirrors, man. You're long in life. You and then, do not look like yeah. that. And then Colin jumps on it. And Colin, bless his heart, he goes, the raft? well, no. Girl, no. The parents are right there. I know. No, I mean when you jump on it and displace the weight. <laughs> oh no! It, Colin jumped on it first, and he tried to do like a cannonball, <laughs> and he jumped on it, and he heard. Oh. And he oh. thought that he popped it, and Colin is, is Colin's in shape. He's not that big of a guy. Yeah. But we're both adult men, and he jumped on it, and where he landed. He didn't pop it, but it popped out the um, the thing where you blow, the little you know, blowy thing. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the cap. It, yeah, the it blew it blew off the, <laughs> the cap, nipple. the nipple, the nipple cover. Um, and we just laughed. He goes, "Nope, grown men are not supposed to jump on this on this island." I'm like, "Yeah, we're not. We're not Lisa. We're not Aunt Lisa." So yeah, it's. But that is the best money he has spent in years. We have oh gotten gosh, so much. So in, much fun. It's so relaxing. It's that that is enjoyment. Uh, it's it's fantastic. So uh, you can find him, by the way, at us. Uh, he found his uh, at Sam's Club. That's where you find him. Usually end of season sales, too. You can get him for a, a pretty good rate. Nice. Let your dogs are barking. 842. Yeah. He's saying, hey. Hey, show's almost over is what he's saying. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Stop Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming all over the place at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Kenny. Dawn is off. Brother Rob filling in. Brother Rob, did you get a chance at all to step away and get a water or anything during the broadcast? Not yet. Okay, sorry about that. No. No. Maybe between, uh, maybe before Don and Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe during Don and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, fine. Two words Just... for you, Rob. Gatorade jug. That's oh. right. Yeah. They have a lot. There's nobody else in there anymore, so, yeah. What did you just say, Lex? What? What, 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 size? Is... what size? Yeah, I was thinking two liters. Mm. I don't know if it comes in that size. Gatorade. I it, I, I don't know. I, it's, I, I it's not my favorite beverage that was a on bigger earth. Opening, I yeah. loved Gatorade. Oh, yeah, I I don't. No, 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 no. Maybe after a hangover, I do that or mm. the Pedia Pedialyte. Oh, Pedialyte is uh, that's a lifesaver if you've had a long night. Um, that that'll that's help true. you. 
Yeah, I, I to do that for a long time. Thank goodness. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Well, I unfortunately have, and uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I, I, I know. I I'm uh, yeah. That's what I told Colin. I said, you know, for this vacation uh, we have coming up, I said just just stick a straw in my mouth. You know what I mean? And just just lay me by the pool, and I'll and I'll see you in two weeks, and then come back. Right. Turn Are you me be over. Doing something tropical or. Uh, well, we no, we're going to be by a pool uh, and uh, away from people. And uh, yeah, we'll be by a pool. We're going to do, like I said, um, uh, a minimal amount of days at Disney, just enough um, to be able to do some podcast episodes, find out what's going on, it, really figure out what it's like so we can speak to it on a, on a firsthand basis. Um, and, uh, then we're going to leave and, uh, see our friend Haley, um, and, uh, spend some time with her and just lay by a pool for the remainder of the time. Oh, so, so you're going to Florida and LA. Uh, no, we're not going to LA. We're, we're going to, uh, her family's place in Nevada. Oh, so, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, so we're just going to let extra hot. Yeah. We're going to two incredibly hot places, but we're limited. I mean, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to spend too much time in Florida. I just need to do my business and get the blank out of there. Um, so we're going to do that and, uh, and then, you know, see Haley and, uh, yeah, just relax. It's different. You know, it'll be a different, but Hey, 2020 is a mess. So, um, it time off is time off. I don't care where I am. And, uh, as as long as I can, yeah, as long as I can lay by a pool and, uh, and, and we can do that and do it safely and, uh, yeah. and, And then, uh, come home. So it'll just be nice to, it'll be nice to just have that mental break. And uh, kind of get away. So, yeah, yeah I'm gonna take uh, some time soon too. Yeah, you do. Know. Yeah, mm. I know. It's a, that's what Colin and I were talking about. It's like, well, you know, we were gonna, you know, try to maybe do Hawaii, but then that got pushed. Uh, then that can't happen because Hawaii oh, pushed quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they opened it up in August, but then they just changed that a couple days ago. So um, now they pushed it to September, and I don't even see that happening. So. Uh, that that got scratched off the list of places we could possibly go. We were going to do a road trip, uh, but you know uh, we didn't want to kill each other, so we scratched that off the list. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rather sit in first class. I just sipping just, some ginger ale. Some just I mean we're like okay, well let's scratch that off. Uh, no, actually I think we'd be really we would be really good on a road trip, but yeah I don't know we're it's um, it, like I said time off is time off, and I'm just grateful to have it and. Uh, and it'll be I am very curious, though, you know, I, I now by the time we get there, uh, three weeks will have passed at the at the parks. I'm I'm going to be curious of what they're what they have learned over these last three weeks. You know, what yeah. will already be altered? Um, what are they going to change? What have they learned from the first days of normal crowds at the Disney parks? Um like I said, we're there the first uh, two or three days. So by the time I get back, you know, I will basically will have quarantined anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see it uh, firsthand of what because it'll it'll be fascinating for me because remember, Lex, we were there the weekend right it closed. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we were That's there right. the weekend, the last weekend of normality. I mean, we were there the day it closed. 
and uh, and it was pretty normal. Uh, the crowd levels were a little low, but not incredibly. Now we're going to go back with this new normal of masks and social distancing and not a lot, you know, not everything being open. And uh, it'll be curious to report back and see what it's like, how people are behaving from. Again, I follow all of these people. And from what I gather, 85% of the bloggers and Disney folks I follow, they say the one redeeming thing is 98% of people, unlike at Walmarts and Home Depots, everybody that's in the parks, they seem to be following the rules. Um, they, there's no ninnies taking off their mask and trying to be, you know, rebels. Um, everyone is wearing a mask They're Everyone's social distancing, um, Disney, you know, they're cleaning a lot. So I don't know. I'll see for myself. Yeah, it's not really Disney we're worried about. It's the people going. It's that's exactly like trust them. Oh, I trust Disney. Yes. I, I've said it 8,000 times, and this is just my personal choice and my personal feeling. I f- will feel safer at an outdoor park where uh-huh. I can social distance with my mask on. I feel more comfortable there than I do at a crowded Home Depot. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say Home Depot, but any crowded store where some people aren't wearing masks. That scares me more. Um, yeah. That's just my personal Colin and I feel the same way. I I, I go into stores sometimes, uh, and actually Home Depot has been great, but I go to stores sometimes, and when I see the majority of people not wearing masks, that freaks me out, and I leave. Yeah. I do. I leave. It all matters um, who's walking through the gates at the same time with you or yeah. that day. Yeah. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to report uh, report back and uh, and see it for ourselves, mm-hmm. and uh, and then what what tra- what airline travels like. I had a couple friends yeah. go on a plane with Delta because Delta's being the safest. They felt incredibly safe. I've had some flight attendants I've talked to. So again, it'll just uh, it'll be fascinating to do this for the for the podcast for Two Fairy Godfathers. So we'll have those episodes um, in a few weeks. So mm-hmm. there we go. Uh, it is eight fifty five. Don't forget about our Cat Video Festival. It's virtual this year. You can submit your videos now, and someone can win a thousand dollars. Right, Lex? That's right. Submit your videos mm-hmm. at my talk one zero seven one. Dot com keyword cat now whether we use the video or not you could still win the thousand dollars that's right that's gonna do it for us go out there and be yourself everybody because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong right lex that's right you be you have a fantastic day we love you so much and we will talk tomorrow it's friday woo, woo. bye friends oh baby any day that you're gone away it's a beautiful day